0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi folks, Tino here at the Celtic Exchange and I'm delighted to announce today that to coincide with the start of the new Celtic season, we're bringing you, our listeners, more ways than ever to enjoy our unique Celtic content. As regular listeners will know, we've been producing our popular weekly show every week since way back in December 2020, and don't worry, that will remain free and available on your podcast player of choice. However, following numerous requests for more shows and content to enjoy throughout the season, we are now taking things to a whole new level with the introduction of the Celtic Exchange Plus With various different subscription levels available, starting from just £1 per month, the Celtic Exchange Plus allows you to enjoy at least 12 new and exciting shows each month, including pre- and post-match shows for every Celtic game, our exclusive Celtic Relived series Special episodes with coaches, journalists and ex-Celtic players And much, much more For more information on all of our new subscription plans And to sign up for a free 14-day trial Simply visit the CelticExchange.supercast.com today That's the thecelticexchange.supercast.com And take a front row seat with us for another exciting season of All Things Celtic We can't wait for the big kickoff, And we'll see you at the Celtic Exchange Plus for our biggest season yet As the great man Ange would say, we never stop. Visit thecelticexchange.supercast.com for full details today. The
1: Celtic Exchange. A fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. This is episode 72 of the Celtic Exchange, this is Miff, guest host, and this week I'm joined by James and Sinkey as we look forward to the competitive season kicking off. Well, I've been hit to be host as Tino has unfortunately contracted Covid. Lads, welcome to the show. Uh, James, observant listeners will notice that it's me and not Tino. Are you looking forward to the next 50 minutes and seeing how this goes? Can't wait Miff. can't wait. Yeah. I'm normally the one that people ask today readings at sort of weddings and stuff like that So here's what I can hold my composure as I'm reading through this agenda uh, Sinkey, welcome back How's pre-season been for you? Uh, it's been good, it's you're, been good You're looking in good condition
2: I'm, I'm tanned and relaxed mate, ah, yeah. it's, good, it's good to be back I'm um, out of retirement uh, um, Was there anything in particular that brought uh, you there was, I'll, I'll, I'll tell the listeners the, the story So oh. I was driving down the road to, to work last week to Manchester Listening to the podcast as we do And uh Heard a few comments that I wasn't particularly happy with, so I thought I'd commit to retirement and put the record straight. I mean, a couple of these are touting James Forrest to be in the surprise package of the season. <laughs> I leave you. I leave you for a couple of months. I come back to this. Oh, come yeah. on, man. What is? I'm oh, oh. oh. oh, sorry. I've got. I've got. My, I've got my wingman. He'll. He'll. <laughs> he'll back me up. Here I get in this the feeling.
1: Way. I get the feeling I'm about numbered on that subject tonight. But we'll we'll get into that, okay, we'll get into okay, that as, okay.
2: as, as we go along. So um, this
1: week we'll be covering Saturday's final preseason game against Norwich. Um, luckily enough, I, I was there. Uh, we'll take a look at how the squad is shaping up ahead of the new season, and we'll also have a look at Sunday's big kickoff against Aberdeen and just. Have a chat about how we feel the squad shape up and what sort of shape we're in generally. Um, interesting to hear that Angie thinks we might even add another couple coming yeah. in. Hopefully a deadline day similar to last year. That would be nice, lads. Yeah. Uh, um, Celtic-Norwich game. So Celtic 2, Norwich 0. Maeda 37 minutes. Turnbull 67 minutes. Nice number that. Personally, I thought Norwich were really disappointing. Yeah. Um, found it quite hard to work out whether they were there to actually do. You know, they didn't really seem to... Make much of an imprint in the game, it was kind of like a SPL team sitting in and waiting to get beat. They was were,
3: how, how I seen it, yeah. They, they were time wasting and, and you know, putting two balls in the pitch and all that dirty football stuff. And you're going what you're going to learn from that as a team, Norwich. But you could see at one point, there, I think it was a left back, went to take a throw in, and then the, the left mid went just slow it down because they were just run ragged with, with Celtic's pace. So, a, a good test, I suppose. We'll see a lot of that this season from opposition. So, a good test for Celtic. Um, and, and they came through it well so not, not a great opposition in terms of they had nothing going forward at all I found um, so it was really just what you could do unpick them Absolutely and, and you. what was
2: your thought Yeah I it? thought they were very passive they did look like a team that had been relegated mm. for the for the top week shortened confidence Um but I'm surprised. I mean, Dean Smith's a, a decent gaffer. I thought they would well not been organised, but it just looked for them as a fitness exercise. Um, and we're a, bit, a wee bit ahead of that. Obviously, the opposition we've been playing in recent weeks. So, no. nah, yeah, they didn't really offer much. But yet again, I mean, it gave a good indication of the possible starting 11 for, for next week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it was quite interesting. Everybody was waiting to see what the starting 11 would be. Could you read into that 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 would be the, the starting 11? Uh, next week against Aberdeen I wasn't yeah. too sure with just a couple of the
3: the, the selection I think I did a wee bit of, kind of scrabbles and stuff I would have taken maybe five out of the team um, off the top of my head I can't really recall who they are but I think you're you Taylor. No, no, <laughs> no. I, t- I thought Taylor was excellent Saturday I think he's he, he was I think really he's uh, responding well to the pressure his I think jersey. Um, his jersey for sure Um, and you saw when Burnaby come on he's got something I think he's a bit of an Aaron Hickey player great going forward I'm not seeing the defensive side yet I think absolutely, he's a winger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely, he's a winger. Yeah. He
1: looks, you know, he looks great going forward. And they try to batter him into being a left back, you know. Again, it's typical, it's a Ross Wallace syndrome. Yeah. I'm not comparing him to Ross Wallace <laughs> for <before he started. laughs> um, The interesting thing for me around the, the starting team was Maeda getting the nod over Abada, because I thought Abada was particularly yeah. good last week, mm-hmm. but Maeda
3: was, I, I thought, excellent. Yeah, it's, it's funny that you've got no complaints between... Maida, Jot and Abada. Just pick any two from those three, and I'll be happy. Kind yep. of thing. Um, I would, I would have started Abada, and I would, I would start Abada against Aberdeen. Um, I just think he's he's looking keen and and fresh and hungry. Um, but then Myida comes in and he's he's flying, you know. So it's, it's a real difficult choice, but a great problem to have.
2: I was, I was different. I, I believe, I believe that did look the strongest eleven. Even for next week, the only the only one I would have it there was probably Stephen Welsh. I, I, I do believe that that would be the starting eleven. I, like, I much preferred Jota on the right, um to to the left. Maeda has been excellent. Don't know what that. Don't know what that's, I don't, don't even have had that in his locker. That we we back flick wee yeah, right? it was it was lovely. But honestly, yeah. for me, I, I I do believe that that, that was the closest to the, the strongest eleven that we'd play. I mean, you could you could argue oh, all you're, you're right. I mean, are we're, we're, we're sitting here. And we're, we're blessed with such a strong act, you mentioned the other week, 16, 17, 18 players, that you could rotate no problem quality for quality. Absolutely,
1: and uh, James I know you remain unconvinced about David Turnbull as long term in terms of being a fit for the team, which I understand, but I think you can see in, in the way he took his goal, particularly on Saturday... He does, to, to my mind anyway, he seems to offer just that, something a wee bit different to the other guys that we've got in there. And, and don't worry, we will go into the likes of Hattati and McGregor as well. But I, I think, you see, I, f- I think the thing about Turnbull is he is a genuine goal
3: threat. I think he is. You know, just to be on record, Turnbull's an absolute talent. You know, he's a, he's a clever no, footballer. No,
1: and, and I'm not trying to trip you up here. What I mean is he's fit. He's general fit for an Ange style of play.
3: I don't think there is a fit, really. I really don't. Um, He's just too ponderous for me despite being a very very intelligent player but he's a couple of moves ahead of most players um, it's just his, his pace isn't there his thinking's there but his, his pace isn't you know so not for me I'm afraid Miff yourself um, do, do, do you see him as a, as a long term Celtic
2: player uh, I don't unfortunately I do think he's a talent he's a good player um, one of his main qualities is, is ball retention whereas in we want to shift the ball quite sharp you can notice that the one the two touch passing especially in the pre-season um, He's just got quality ahead of him. He's no, he's not done much wrong. When I mean, obviously last year he, he played a lot of games, he was the go-to guy for the for the, the first part of the season before he got injured. But he's, he's just come up against a, a, a couple of talents. Where, Just ahead of the the game. I appreciate your points, but all I'm hearing here is about
1: a South Lanarkshire bias (laughs) against a North Lanarkshire (laughs) bias. Rank side of the Clyde, simple as that. If he'd been born on the other side, it'd be fine. Um, Sinky, just uh, Rio Hitati, I I did mention him earlier, picked up man of the match. He's been looking really sharp through pre season. I thought Saturday was another imperious performance. He's one of those players that, to me, he does things that I've not anticipated him doing. You're looking for a pass out, ready? He shoved it inside. He's played a wee through ball. He's produced a not make, just a really exciting player. What's your expectations for him? Uh, I, well,
2: obviously, he's done the, the debate last week about a you know, you know, player of the season and stuff like. For me, he's going to be the main the main man. You're, you're spot on. Like he played He tried to play a couple of passes. That I, I don't even I wouldn't even have seen. There was a couple of ones that just just missed the mark through balls. I mean. He to me has started, especially pre season, like a man possessed. And obviously, be playing in, playing in Japan um, for the full season, and then coming over to us. But he looks as though he's mature and he's looking as though he's getting fit. And he's, he's an exciting talent, and he's one of these guys we we'll need to enjoy what we've got him because I think he's going to go. I think that's a statement. I think Ange mentioned it when he when he first signed. He's got big ambitions, but. He's, he's definitely got something special.
1: I think that's a great point. I think to me, he plays like someone who knows he's been afforded a big opportunity here. And I think over the court you heard the quotes when he went back to Japan in pre season. It was almost like whilst he was JD, he felt a bit of pressure for the fans, both good and bad. But he's come back almost like he's got a point to prove,
3: Jim. Yeah, <laughs> point to prove, or just he's just. Got fit. I mean, you've seen some of the, the photos on training. He looks just sharp as attack. You're going to see a lot of, you saw in the second half, a lot of Hitati balls to Abada take you go. That's going to be a, a common theme this season. And I agree with Sankey. I think he's going to be right on Jotis heels for for player of the year. Um, I thought he was outstanding on Saturday. And long may that continue? I think he produced three or four different megs, um, <laughs> uh,
1: just portraying motion, just as he was moving with the ball. He just, he's one of those posts that looks great, just when he's, when he's driving forward with the ball. I love, I love watching Hitati. Jill-
2: the way to explain it is you know, you've got guys right who play 11 aside, but they're 5 aside side players he plays 11's like 5 aside. that's how easy it is but it's still it's, brilliant it's, it's aye. brilliant to watch aye.
1: exciting aye, he's, just, he's just outstanding so notable talking points for the game couple of debuts um, we'll start with Morris Jens Sinke what was your thoughts
2: I a, a really good block um, it was a great start to his career i, know, I was not, not seen enough of him um, it was questioned about his aggression. I think it was his, one of his interviews during the week with the press conference. He looks a good fit. He it, it does, it does remind me of Julian. I, 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 look, looks wise, obviously, as well, but he does look like that type of player as a baller. But I think once you see him in competitive action, but obviously we've, we've been interested in him for a while. He's been, on, he's been on, the, on the cards for over a year and I think Matt O'Reilly's tapped him up and we've got him. As, as far as a debut goes, aye, good, but need to see more. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that. Um, got to ask your mate
1: if you <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, an overlooked tactic in, in, in recruiting. I mean, for, for me, I, what I would say about Jens is immediately look comfortable on the ball. So I compare that with debuts of other centre halves that I've seen. Um, probably harshly, Marvin Comper is the one that, that stands out <laughs> oh. immediately. You knew he, he was, you know, yeah, he was rattling as soon yeah, as he yeah. get the ball, and you're like, no. I thought with him, he even he even had a wee reverse pass in there as well when he was under pressure and we were getting hemmed in. For the way that Andrew wants to play, a centre-half that's worth his weight in goal. You know, I, I think the biggest criticism of Starfield is, Starfield's willing to try things like that, but he looks uncomfortable in doing it. Yeah, I think with Jens, he, he, he just looked like somebody that was immediately comfortable on the ball.
3: Yeah, for me, that's your centre-half pairing already sorted. Katter Vickers and Jens. Already? Good. Yeah. Job done. I, I just thought he was effort. You know, he just he, he just immediately as soon, as soon as he got on the pitch. Um, Everything he had to do, he did really well. But he's got that, like you're saying, the comfort of stepping out of defence. It's not like, and fair, you know, fair, play to Starfield. You know, you can see he's a bit kind of nervy on it, but does it and gets away with it as such. But Jens does it very, a very relaxed fashion. I think,
1: in, in fairness to Starfield, I was, I was critical of Starfield at the start of last season. But if you, I, I was watching him um, skydive the reruns of the games and the game at Ibrox. The amount of times that, yep. that Starfield drove forward with the ball into space, really put us on on the attack. It was, we were one 0 down under yep. pressure as well. I think that says a lot about his character. You know, mm-hmm. he's saying, "Right, I, I need to take this game by the scruff of the neck." I, I was very disappointed from getting getting injured um, because I think it would have been great for him to come Obviously, it would be great for him to come and get a preseason. But given what happened last season, where he was interrupted as well, I, th- I think it's just really unfortunate for him. But in Yen's, I think we've got a, you know an ideal replacement for him. Aaron Moy also made his debut. I think it's a bit harsher to judge him on that on the basis of his background, uh, James. What did you make of it? I think we got about 20 minutes of him.
3: Yeah, it was about fifty minutes or so. Um, he was involved an in awful lot for the small amount of time he was on the pitch. So I think he's just going to be one of those rotated midfielders that we'll really need. I don't think he's a, a first 11 starter. You know, he might, he might go on to get match fitness and, and prove his wrong there. But for me, he's just, you know, you've, if you'd said last year, I'm going to replace Beton with an Australian international, what do you think? You'd go, high probably. You know, so I think he's that mould. He, Beton was still needed last year. You know, and, and came on and slowed games down and all that stuff. And Moy's versatile that he can play anywhere in that, that midfield three.
1: Well, I think my memory memories of Moy, especially when he played with Huddersfield, he's a bit of an orchestrator, really. Mm. He sits in that deep position, but he's more into getting the ball and, and driving the team forward than he is necessarily doing the sort of breakup. You could argue Beaton was the same at, the, at times, but he was a real focal point for for that Huddersfield team when they get promoted. Um it will just be interesting to see. He's obviously got on a wee bit now. If he gets fit, sinky, what sort of impact he can make for us this season?
2: In terms of that position, that number six, he's been playing a bit with Australia. He was, they mentioned that in his uh, press conference. He's ahead. He's definitely got. He's ahead of McCarthy, he's ahead of uh, Gucci as well. So when we're, playing, when we're playing that deep line midfielder, he he will be in rotation, quite rightly so. Um, but he's definitely a player. I, mean, I, I remember watching Murdoch's field as well, and he was the focal point, he was the orchestra, he was the playmaker, he was the baller. We've got that in abundance um, at the moment in our squad, um, so he will play a part. I mean, I, I'd still I, 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 the, the whole squad will play their part, but it's like it's like it's a good sign. I think he's just going to um, he's going to be think he's rotated quite a lot the way the play. And, and he's thirty one old. he is getting on a bit. I, I don't think he's going to play, week in we week can out. But I think he is ahead of the other people, the other defensive midfielders. Just just wanted to pick up on that, Sinky. So you mentioned there
1: he's just come in the door. James said he came on the park. We've seen guys like Idaguchi and McCarthy come on with similar time frames and not really impose themselves in the mm-hmm. game. The interesting thing for me was, whilst Moy did a lot right and a lot wrong mm-hmm. in, that, in that cameo, his level of involvement was fairly significant comparative to the other two. For me personally, I, I think Idaguchi just seems to be lacking that something. I don't know if he's a bit too slow. I don't know if he's maybe just not settled or adjusted the same as the, the other Japanese guys that have come in. But to me, Listen, he got a bad injury pretty much as, as, soon, as, as soon as he, he joined in. and it's difficult to come back for that. You know, I, I do feel sorry for him in that regard. But at the end of the day, Andrew's signing these guys to come in, make an impact, drive the team on. All the guys that he's signed have, apart from really him, and probably James McCarthy would fit into that as well. The signing of Moy, where
2: does that leave Aragucci and McCarthy for you? Well, they'll kick us off. I, I believe one of them will probably have to either up maybe a um, McCarthy's in a, f- a four-year deal, so he's probably not going <laughs> to. That's maybe worse than the James Forest day. S- Whoever like, no, like, no, 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 no. gave James McCarthy a four-year deal, aye, all right. Gucci might go back to Japan potentially. McCarthy, we're, we're, we're touching a guy in twenty minutes. He's played twenty minutes against Norwich. We'll be making him the first choice, although so the first the first choice at the rotation defensive midfielders. McCaffrey's a wee bit longer than that, and he's he's not allowed me his time. I know Tino's a fan. Gucci, you're right. He's had an injury, but you're right. He's lacking. He seems to be lacking that something, and he did get fit before, obviously, the, the end of last season, and he didn't really get a, a look in at all. So, did you? I was going to say the, the jury's still out. For me, the only one the jury's not in was McCaffrey. The, the thing
1: that kind of baffles me slightly is just the lack of game time they've had. Even when McCarthy's been coming on, it's been 20 minutes rather than a 45. You know, you would have thought somebody like him who was underutilised last season may have got longer than that. James, where do you stand in the whole McCarthy, I good change, Moy?
3: Big fan of McCarthy. Doesn't look like it's going to work. That's that's my summation so far. Um, Because he, he's been given chances and he's not been getting involved. um, I think he's a real talent. But just whether it's... The legs have gone or whatever kind of thing. Um, he's a good guy to bring on and you know, and in a, in a rouse style just start slamming bodies about and stuff. You know, he's <laughs> he can he can dig in. He nearly,
2: he you know. do he he's, done, he's done it done a few yeah. times. He's had a tasty fifty-fifty. He nearly set one within two seconds. of coming against Warsaw. <laughs> Did you yeah. see that?
3: Yeah. yeah. So uh, McCarthy, I think he's he's struggling. Um, who knows? Uh, Gucci seems to be a confidence issue more than anything else. Everyone said he was the guy of the four Japanese players that were signed. He was the one that was going to you know the league apart and it's just not happened for him so it might be that post-injury confidence that he needs to get back Um I don't even know if he was stripped on Saturday I don't even know if he was togged to it. so that tells you a lot, you know, if he wasn't there you know, to get togged to it for a friendly mm-hmm. Interesting, it'll be interesting to see how it develops although I think in itself the fact we're
1: debating those two shows the strength of the squad The last one we want to touch on, we've already discussed them slightly, was David Turnbull taking his claim good goal, but would you say that he's behind Hitati and O'Reilly in terms of starting Booth, will start
3: with you, James? <laughs> on paper, yes, but O'Reilly was pretty poor on Saturday for the second week in a row. Just a wee bit kind of anonymous, you know, and, and not, not like him. Big season for him, I'm a big fan of him, so I, I would say an on-fire Matt O'Reilly starts with Hitati and, and McGregor in the six kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, Turn- Turnbull's not dislodging any of them for me.
2: Thank you. Well, you look at Turnbull's a more established player. Um, O'Reilly, as James says, massive season, bags of ability, bags of potential. Showed it in glimpses last year. Uh, obviously, he's only been with us for, for six months, and he's he has been. It was it was not in the greatest game. Ah, uh, 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 that could be a straight shootout between Turnbull and O'Reilly. Uh, absolutely, because they're very, very, very similar. But it really gives you more, ugh, he's more dynamic, he's more direct. Well, Turnbull, as I said the on, a bit more ball retention, just to big up the North Lanarkshire boys. Um, but I, as a, I, I believe between the 2 it's a straight shootout. I, I just don't know where I'm sitting on that one. I really, <laughs> Are don't, you know, to, uh, I really don't. I don't. I, I love Turnbull.
1: I think he's a cracking player, and I, I think he's he's potentially got a very long Celtic career ahead of himself. I really, though, he, he is a bit an X-factor. I think there's something aesthetically more poison about a lefty, especially always uses the outside of the left. You know, it's <laughs> a kinda, it's just a, a good look. He seems to find those wee pockets of space. I think he more, may be more adept at playing a faster tempo, one touch style of play than, than David Turnbull. Mm-hmm. However, that said, I think Turnbull is just more of a goal threat. Uh, it might just depend on a game by game basis what Ange sees as being the best fit for a particular game. If I had to start one of the two and you need to say, no, I need to pick one, it would be Turnbull for me.
3: Really? Nah, so who do you think For, for Angie's style of play Who do you think gets the ball to Jota, Abada, Kyogo, Giacomacos who, who gets the ball through to them more Turnbull well, well, tum, or Riley. Really?
1: What frustrated me a lot about Turnbull Was there was about three times He could have played Passes Abada on. Yeah.
3: Abada um, went bananas Abba, at Abada point Abada
1: did give him yeah. an earful A couple of times And rightly so yeah. by the way Because he was on. I did shout quite forcefully Just past the ball Yeah, I may have used different <laughs> words to that
3: but that's those are the chances that we need to take you know, to, to break lines and stuff. You for, know? A, for a man
1: of uh, Turnbull's ability, it wasn't
3: a hard ball either. I wouldn't no, say, you know, just right there. Yeah. slip it in inside the
1: full back and he's away. And and then he delayed it and then played, he went Squared for a safe up. option and, and played it out to yeah. him. So, yeah, again, these are, these are small things, but you pick them up when you're at the game yeah. and you, you just see the tempo that we're obviously been asked to play it. Our players are been asked to play it and, yeah. and he's not really responding to it.
3: I don't think that is a small thing in Angie's team. I think that's a huge thing because that's the whole you know, ethos of how we play is fast and fluid football. I knew you were got to see ethos. Yeah. So. Love it. Did you? Love it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> same, do you know what I mean? Same if we if, if we don't have the the fluid football, then we're not playing Angie's way.
1: No, and again, I, th- I think that it remains to be seen what Ange regards as his strongest team, but I think we're, we're definitely getting closer and and no closer than, than Sunday to finding that out. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ethos, James, there's Can some I'm... exciting news. Please do tell. Some very exciting news. So, um, as we've alluded to on our social channels in, in previous episodes, we have got the Celtic Exchange Plus to discuss. Um, so before we continue this week's show, I want to tell all of our listeners of the exciting news we've announced this week about our new subscription offer at the Celtic Exchange. The Celtic Exchange will give our listeners access to a whole new range of shows across the month, including pre match, post match for every Celtic game, our exclusive Celtic Relived series, which I can vouch is eh, very exciting, special episodes with coaches, journalists, and ex Celtic players, and much, much more, which may be some more Shrinky content, maybe some more James content, and indeed it may be some more Tino content. Um, but you'll just need to wait and see what that is. So if you visit, the celticexchange.supercast.com That's celticexchange.supercast.com Now for full details you can start a 14 day free trial and don't worry for those of a tighter persuasion <laughs> um, the weekly show will still remain free the flagship show where you get an hour of us so that'll be fine The real response to this James is there has been a demand unbelievably for more content <laughs> From I mean I, I find it quite hard to believe myself but people actually want to hear more of us James
3: yeah, you know, I think, you know, particularly the pre and post match shows, um, you know, we, we got into the card ourselves on Saturday and we were heading off to to record our post match show, but we weren't too interested in tuning into what, you know, Radio Scotland and Radio Clyde did to say. I actually tuned into a free plug for Axon we tuned in at Axon we'd rather hear what Celtic fans forgot to say about a Celtic game so it's, it's similar to that but there was a lot of asking for it yeah towards the end of last season so that's why yeah. like we brought it back yeah no I, I mean it, obviously it's exciting to be part
1: of so I can't wait just to get going and, and get the additional content out there no, what's exciting. your thoughts Sinky? it's exciting
2: but if anyone wants to see the more Sinky content I've got an OnlyFans <laughs> 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 if anybody's interested I said that, I said that one up <laughs> you I said you up, yeah i yeah, do you know what is exciting and, and James is right like going home for the game i want to listen to celtic minded people um i don't want realistic to to people to make the making comments a uh, clickbait i don't want to hear clickbait i want to, he- I want to hear i'd rather hear junior opinions the, uh, the boy the boy's talking about the boys and i think that's mm. the way forward it, it seems to be something that's becoming more prevalent now it, like you said
1: james before you would switch your radio and hear you know the likes of that uh, the thoughts on a Celtic victory from an ex-Rangers player mm. which always seemed out I think, you know we, we would moan about that for years and years and years as Celtic fans that the representation Celtic in the media was often fairly poor now you've got a shift you've got a change you can go online you can tune in to your, the latest uh, kind of podcast with your, your player and you're hearing for Celtic fans that have no doubt been at the game uh, what their thoughts are straight away sometimes can be quite impassioned I certainly know when we first started doing the the podcast and I was maybe doing post matches during the COVID season, driving in. Oh man, it was it was raw. <laughs> I, I think um, I think Tino was receiving calls from his family over in Ireland asking if I was all right and stuff. Like that. So, <laughs> um, but just a wee bit to add, it just the first hundred subscribers will be entered into a draw to win the new Celtic home shop. So wee bonus in there if you get signed up nice and quick. Trips. Um, so we'll move on for that. Looking at the season ahead. So, uh, pre-season's now ended. Real stuff starts at weekend. We definitely face some mixed quality opposition. I think that's Tino's reference to Werner Werner Victoria. Werner Victoria, or is he referred to him? Werner Victoria Jr. Um, (laughs) But came out unbeaten with three wins, three draws, which is encouraging given that the whole squad have been utilised at one point or another. Sinky, who's impressed you most across pre-season and where do you think the gaps are if Celtic
2: want to go on and make some sort of impact in Europe this season? What a question? Um, getting back to your man Hatati, he's he's been absolutely. It just looks like a an absolute baller. Um, he's definitely been the standout. Jota came in. The I mean, international boys came in a week later. Uh, Jota has been impressive. I thought he was excellent again on, on Saturday there. He, uh, obviously, the clips are flying about YouTube and Twitter. He, that poor guy. Uh, he's, got oh, he's, got a, he's got a family. He's got. He's got a family man. I think, uh, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I see club, <laughs> seen the clips. Do you want to retire in, in pre-season yeah, um, yeah <laughs> I, the boy the boy uh, boy
2: for Blackburn last week oh, I, mean, I know uh, I, he's oh. I know it's a two, two championship boys they'll they'll, be, they'll get the season full of confidence so, <laughs> just, but just, just the main culprits I mean, one of the one of the things I, I, I want to talk about was obviously with the the goalkeeper but obviously Hart's playing <laughs> I was going to say a sweeper but he's like a certain mid so I think we need to adjust to that. Still of playing heart. I, mean, I was quoted. It's it's a bit crazy, but <laughs> I can't say I'm loving it. No, and you know what? If, if any any but a quality. Any but a quality. I'm thinking they're going to have a, they're going to have a dig. But I mean, the SPL. We might not get it in the SPL, but the reference your, your Champions League, there could be a bit of quality in there. <laughs> like, the, the fan, the fancies fancy every sixty yarder over the keeper's um But that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a bit of a shift change. I mean, Ange did say that he likes to change. Every kind of season he likes to add bits in, and I think having a full pre season um, with the guys is exciting. And you know what? This probably the first pre season we've actually started the start league campaign against Aberdeen on Sunday where I've been actually happy with the with the squad we've got. I, I would have, we went, we went to the season going. That's that's decent. We don't need to do to do this, We don't need to do that. We're, we're really we've got a really really strong squad and basis because the work we've done in the summer, the January, and obviously the work we've done pre-season in terms of recruitment has been brilliant. It does feel oddly different this year, <laughs> and it's almost yeah. a strange
1: feeling. Like I'm cocky, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> the pitch felt like get get, get the board there. get sacked. The board. it's
3: Ridiculous. <laughs> they really thought it through. They put a strategy in place and delivered on it. We've ah, done it's it. the it. so right. first time ever. So
1: in, in terms of the, the Joe Hart um, centre mid tactic, we won't be facing any Connor Salmons in the Champions League, <laughs> James, what, what's your thoughts? So tell me this, this time
3: last year when they started playing the ball out for the back, how did you feel? Oh, listen, it's always heart attack material, stunned, but, still but, but, but how do you feel now? But what, what I did say fairly early on was
1: this is just the way it's going to be, so exactly. I, I just need to live with it. Yeah. Slightly, I, mean, ball.
3: I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. but anyway, sorry, James. Yeah, just like that. That's just the way it's going to be. He wants to create that, you know, uh, free up the centre-half to then free up the fullback, so they, they get to invert really early doors, you know. So that, but other, other areas to improve. I, I don't think we're anywhere near Champions League ready. You know, there's a lot of work to be done. There's Players have got to kind of get their boots on. I think there's going to be some face, you know, new faces coming in before the end of August um, and it could be a kind of striker winger. We spoke about that before. Um, we've got the centre half that's a big one you know we said in fact, last week we said that was the three positions centre half uh, defensive midfielder and striker if you could pick one what would you get you'd go for the centre half we've got that sorted and he looks a classy player so happy with that
1: he does and, and that was um, that was the next point for us to talk about was do we feel he gives us cover given that you know in the past 24 hours our report's appeared to for him Tino's good friend Anthony Joseph saying that Toulouse are interested in Stephen Welsh um, is that right? the, the kind of random club generator of European teams mm-hmm. interested in Stephen Welsh has fallen Toulouse rather than Udinese this time yep. two very strange links for me for Stephen Welsh I, I, don't, I don't see him as being somebody that's crying out for a continental brand of football but it, it seems to be a, a continual link um, Would do you think they're Sinky would, would you be happy enough with ends as, as, as the cover if Welsh had to go
2: I, I believe we need four centre-halves I mean Julian they obviously the Chalcombe have fell through if he goes it still leaves us a bit short maybe just Jens and Starfelt and CCV um, Welsh is probably a good enough number four choice so I'd like to see him stick around but you're right with Asia to lose Um, it's quite interesting a lot of Scottish players are starting to really really starting to export with Lewis, mm. Lewis Ferguson yep. going to Bologna and stuff like that but I would I would keep him um, I mean I think the interest is flattering I'd like to see him stay as four, fourth choice. And he will. He will get a run of games, um, but no, maybe it's not as much playing time as he would wish. Because obviously, he played a lot uh, in the the COVID season. Yes, because uh, we had no choice to play him, mm. and he's kind of fell at that. He's fell at that. But at the moment, even with Julian, it is is probably fourth choice. I see. I mean,
1: ju- just for following stuff on on Twitter, as I do, I see that him. Um, you know, the the general consensus of the accounts that I read is that they don't deem Welsh to be good enough. James, are you thinking the fact that Welsh has been linked to a move away rather than Julian suggests that there may
3: be a, a way back for him
1: under Ange? It's
3: Julian, that is? Nah, I think they're, they're both going to go. Um, if, if you're being selfish, um, Celtic would want to keep Welsh because of that cover. If you're Welsh, being on a bench for another season is no good at this time in your career 23... He's as old as that, so he's got to be playing football. So I think even his agent will be, you know, making moves on his behalf to say, you know, if it's a loan deal, great. I'd love him to go away, play regular football, and come back, you know, a, a first team player. And um, because at the moment he's not there, and, and there's another um, kind of link as well. Are we Mikey Johnson
1: being linked with his standard Lee edge under Ronnie Dylan, nonetheless? Um, of course, eh? there's a lot about that move, seems to make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Johnson lacking I mean we've touched on these points several times on several episodes of the show lacking in confidence as a result decision making shot to bits as a result when he comes on at Celtic Park in particular just looks like he does not want to be there Nobody did on Saturday um, you know I, I think we with Johnson alone and a rebuilding of confidence is, is exactly what's
2: required 100% he needs to go somewhere and prove himself somewhere else because when he's come on as a sub with he's not getting the confidence plus he's trying trying hard and you're right when he, you put him in Celtic Park. you bring him on with 20 minutes to go and he does something you, you know what's going to happen the crowd are going to get their, their backs up and he's not going to get that so taking himself out of the equation and going and proving himself somebody else and then potentially coming back I think that's the best for both parties
3: So basically Timo's turned his back for two minutes and we've making Basically, Basically
2: know. <laughs> I know you'll be listening to us
1: for your sick bed mate I'm, I'm sorry um, I'd seen a bit of interaction on Twitter where um, in response to the rumor that he was moving to Standard Leage a guy had come on and said, "You know, Celtic fans have hounded Jack Henry away, who's subsequently went for decent money." My own opinion is Jack Henry was never a Celtic centre half, yeah. um, so fair play, we'll Club Brugge, yeah, if yeah. they want, want to pay eight million pounds for him. As a consequence of this kind of rant on Celtic fans not giving young kids time, Mickey Johnson has liked the tweet um, by all <laughs> accounts. Um, now, all I would say is I think that it still remains, despite some. Um, Been more vitrolic than others I think there remains a lot of goodwill for Mikey Johnson out there uh, for Celtic fans I think we want to see him doing well there's no doubt in his talent I think he just has to go away and effectively rebuild his game after a time where I mean it probably dates back to that incident at St Johnson where he tried to play on and got himself a really serious injury as, as a result and, and it was that injury that kept him out easy to forget that Lennon actually had him as a fairly pivotal part of the squad um, early he's his second tenure
3: you certainly shouldn't be taking anything on your shoulders with Lennon's performance that night. You know, that's that's something you should just shake off and get on with, kind of thing. Lennon was pathetic. So, yeah, just, players coming back finishes, we see it a lot. You know, we talked about it earlier on the show. So, I think he's now got to go away, play first-team football for a team. I mean, we spoke about it last year, maybe Didn't Dundee United was a kind of fit for him, that kind of thing, because he would be the star man. So, wherever he goes, to be the, the, the top caddy and play a full season of football. So, have uh, you known your dinner before you come out tonight? A bit
2: hungry a bit, now. Pathetic.
0: A,
1: bit, a, bit, a bit cranky. <laughs> it was a bit cranky. Uh,
2: that, that, that the minute you mentioned the L, the L me, word, that me, was me that. I home, <laughs> <a> put the <laughs> tin hat on there. <laughs> Don't you uh, dear?
3: Um, I thought that was a, a horrendous behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, listen, aye, it's a bygone
1: You know, We just need to just need for, forget about it. Other things just to consider then, I, I know we've already touched on Moy or or yes. do you think between between Moyes the and McCarthy were covered are you are you still saying so yeah. you
3: want McGregor further forward you get two two midfielders out and Rogatch beat and beaton need two midfielders in so right. the, the, the squad midfielders are required so i, I would have a, a six you saw McGregor for only maybe 10 50 minutes unfortunately but you saw him move into that advanced role it was nice i, 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 I just like him there i said that last year I like him there <laughs>
1: his link up plays are great I, someday this, this might be this might be a go- given oh. who Given his name, I know he's already moved. You spoke about Merler, Lewis Ferguson. Yeah, wouldn't have been an advancement f- for Champions League, but I, I thought he would have been a fairly safe bet to bring in and give us that sort of protector role in, in number six. But it's gone now anyway, so he's it's a completely at, yeah, completely
3: moot point. I wouldn't have been overly disappointed, but here, if i had to come in with a view to you know a lot more development, you know, I, th- I think he's a, a good player, but like you say, he's, there's a big gap between his current level. And Champions League level, there's a wee bit of technicality that he would have helped us out with our Scottish-trained players for Champions League squads and things like that. So, you know, you maybe are looking at that kind of move, but I'd rather just sign a, a number six, number six that really knows what he's doing for yep. the team. Um, the other, the other thing for for me was I've said it for a couple of weeks
1: now, and I think um, Jack Jacket Marcus being otherwise engaged <laughs> over mm-hmm. the past couple of weeks. Congratulations, by the way, big man, Kershawson. I think I think we probably need another attacking option if Johnson goes then definitely that, that would be the case for me. Maybe somebody that can't, I know we spoke about the Jordan Larson signing, but someone like that that can play either off the yeah, wing, like a, yeah. you know, somebody like, I'm not saying we would sign him, but somebody like Jared Bowen for, for West Ham, you know, you see that kind of inside forward almost mm. that kind of play, plays through the middle as well. I think, it, you know, should anything happen to Hugo or Jack Marcus. I, I don't like Maeda through the no. middle. I think we maybe need something
2: else up there. No, you you're right. No, you're right. That very happens to to the two. Obviously, I did last year. Yeah, um, Maeda's not a centre forward. I, I much prefer him playing left coming in. Abada was an option. Um, I thought Abada was he played against St John's right. he actually done, he d- he done all right. You,
3: you didn't lose Abada. Exactly,
2: I know. You know exactly. And then you've got Forrest coming. You get Forrest oh, coming right, in. that's uh, enough.
1: Sorry. Do you know I want get this under? Right, I've, right, right. I've had enough. On then. Go on. I've had enough. Go on. Right, Get out. As far, as far as I'm concerned, right? this is just me personally, Forrest has had effectively two seasons of stop-start stuff. So I think if you play Forrest for a full season, as you, you've seen in past seasons, his numbers don't lie. He scores goals. He assists. I think his numbers do lie. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> they
2: don't. It's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> facts. Facts are facts. Facts are facts. The, the, facts are the, fact. the rods The rods. Uh, he's just... Facts just are, are facts. Tight.
1: So, <laughs> so where, where is this angst coming from, Sinke? I'm, I just, surely we have to support he, all members of this squad
2: absolutely and he's got Except my full Julian. support great, <laughs> Greg Taylor I'm only John <laughs> don't, wind you up, don't wind you up too much he's been a great servant right he's getting to that point he's key right? he's been stop-start for two years he's never going to get back to the levels required he's going to come on five ten minutes to go most games he might get a run out against lesser opposition I love him right but I think it's, it's the writing's on the wall sorry mate this is
1: one hundred percent. I know this, <laughs> not- um, James. You surely cannot agree with that summation. I
3: think I do. Well, That's
2: so. the first time have ever
3: I think I think all, all all you need to look at is the um, when you're going from your first eleven to your replacements. How big is the gap in quality between the first and the second? And it can't be as big as it is between likes of Abada and Forest. So personally, I think it's you know out to pasture, and we should be signing a, a better winger there. Um, just relax this is this is harsh, but speed. Likes a bit of bravery to be an nice player, you know, taking guys on, going past guys.
1: When you say he lacks bravery, he can he gives the impression sometimes that he's hiding eh, Forrest And that, that, by the way, I'm one of his biggest fans. But in terms of bravery, comes in different forms in the football park, as, as well. You know, if you've played the game at any level, bravery is sometimes about taking the ball in a tight position, showing when, when somebody's under pressure with the ball and all those things. He's sometimes get a tendency to run parallel with a defender instead of pulling off and. and going to space but I think overall I think he is just a a constant goal threat sometimes you need to take it off with a smooth with him I, I, I accept that point um, he might not always be having a stellar game I just think he's proven over the years that he is someone that can always pop up with that moment of Undeniable, yeah. And, um yeah and he, he's certainly more likely to do it than than the Mikey Johnson who, who, was, who was looking like he was going to be about the squad faint, So faint praise um, I, no come on. <laughs> I mean I, I don't think I think Abad has got huge potential but I don't think there's such a huge quality gap between him and Forrest I don't I don't think there is I, I, I would I would take issue with that point however I, I, I would like to have been seeing a wee bit more from pre-season and that's with me maybe being a fan so all in all we can co- conclude whatever of his place in the squad
2: so um, <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving on, on next uh, the, we've the got um, the myth exchange
1: but, please don't disturb the host um, so <laughs> you touched on the fact that Iriguchi wasn't part of the squad yep also Mikey Johnson wasn't part Same, of the squad yeah. but we've kind of discussed that I think it's a, a funny one for me I, I think you're right in what you say I think, I think you might actually see him not that I'm trying to hound him out the contrary mm. I, but I, think, I think it makes sense for him to go and play games somewhere again possibly on alone and, and then coming back but I, I don't want to kind of go over that point just regarding the, the, the squad then and is there anything else you want to touch upon in terms of positions and the squad depth or do you think we're kind of but we've already identified the areas that we need strength.
3: I think so. We always use News, those three, centre and a half, centre mid, defensive mid rather, and a, a winger striker. So, two, two to go potentially. I think they'll get filled between now and the end of August. Last one for me is around
1: McGregor. So, if you're signing a number six, it's McGregor, Hitati, and that number six, I, I think so. Yeah. That's, that's the way that it's looking. Mm-hmm. That would then suggest that whoever is coming in is going to need to be of significant quality. Ready um, to go, yeah. Because I think McGregor's already shown, you know, a fairly excellent aptitude for playing that position. But I'm a great believer that he's, he should be playing further forward. I think he's mm-hmm. got he's got that kind of reverse pass through ball in him, which he's not really having the chance to display if he's he playing at the number six.
3: Yeah, I, I think that's what, what is going to happen. Um, as much as I like O'Reilly, I think it's going to be if you sign that defensive midfielder, it's going to be McGregor moving forward. Um, just think about how much. Freedom that would give him, you know. So that, that's the move for me.
2: So a good, a good six. Protect, protect the back four. Get the ball. Give it to your attacker. Give it to your McGregor, and off you pop. That's it. I mean McGregor. It's a it's a waste him playing in a six. He's he's link up play. He's driving with the ball. I mean, him driving with the ball opens up space, and maybe we play we play wide most times. So effective he's so more effective in that advanced role than having to play in a six. I mean, I know he's filled a bit of a gap, but you're right. I mean, there's there's quality out there. If we can get someone who is ready to go in that role, they'll they'll, they'll but we're not a winner because we've got that We've got that's, that is that, for me that is all we need it's about is, an unlock isn't it it is, yeah. is an unlock because you're freeing up you're freeing up McGregor to do what McGregor does so a six even though we've we've signed we've signed the big man for Australia but if, uh, that's a position that I would like to see filled and Andrew's quite coy this week is saying we're, we're still active still active, still right? active which is a, it's a big statement to make but if the quality's there and I, I, I think, I mean, we obviously trust the big man. The qualities there, the, the, whoever we bring in, um, they, sh- they should be good to go, absolutely. Ma, I mean, I think back to when Rogers joined,
1: under Diala. I wasn't necessarily a huge fan of McGregor. However, as, as the years progressed under Rogers, you could clearly see just he'd he'd got in, in his head and had convinced him he was a very good player and he yeah. started to see that coming out of the park. I think he, some of the goals he scored playing from that attacking position on, under Rogers. And he's also, for a midfielder, he's got that ability to get past a player as well. Yeah. He's quite quite good at running, you know, even thinking of the Rangers game last year when he, mm-hmm. when he at Ibrox. And just as a driving force, I quite like that idea of him being in there. He's still quite dynamic even though, you know, he's getting to his, his late 20s and things like that. So, for me, um, the thought of McGregor playing a bit further up the park is is, is a definite positive. However, the, the caveat to that is is the player that comes in to cover the number six of the same quality as him because he's shown he's so good at playing there as well so that remains to be seen so we'll move on from there Uh, guys I wish I had uh, a concept of of the time but I know I think he's timing this for me so he can give me an idea but we want to talk about the kick off lovely Uh, we want to talk about the kick off um, and what we've all been waiting for you know the the pre-season has seemed particularly long because we've not had any qualifiers to panic about Flag Day against Aberdeen wasn't a great season for the Dandy Dons last year I think their big project kind of fell flat on its face fairly early doors Jim Goodwin taking over he knows how to be pretty stodgy against us he's produced a few kind of stoic defensive performances when he was at St Myrne against us although they finished 10th last year I mean they seem to be they seem to be lively pre-season they're they're not going to be that bad again are they James?
3: No I think they'll be a challenge Um, I don't think they'll be a challenge for the league but I think they'll you know, getting amongst it. Um, I think they'll be finishing top four, certainly. I'm a big fan of Goodwin's. I think he's a good manager. And, you know, you never know down the line if he continues to progress and impress. You know, he could be a, a CLT manager one day, but it remains to be seen what he does. This is a big season for him personally, you know, because he's been given the platform for a, you know, to call common, big club kind of thing. So, um, yeah, they've been active. They've, got, you know, made some good signings. Um, be a tough, tough game on Sunday. Um, And I think Aberdeen, like I said, will do well this year. So what you're saying is if Aberdeen won on Sunday, it would be a... Good one. Oh. Uh,
1: right, we'll move over to thank
2: Sinky, oh. what's your thoughts on oh, the game? Tino come back. Oh. Um what's <laughs> the game? I think that was a one off for the Dons last year. Um Goodwin's a good manager. He came in, steadied the ship, He said a full pre season, get his team probably to play his style of football. Um he's always kind of set up against us, obviously when St. Mirren. Gave us a few good games. Um I, I think it's all about us this year. I mean, regardless of the opposition, Flag Day, Parkhead, place will be rocking. I find, I'll, I'll give you a score prediction if you want I think it's going to be 4 or 5 easy I'll take t- that easy yeah. James you want to wire in yeah, I'd, I'd go for a easy. 4 now we're soon, we're soon be, they're going to be stodgy and hard to beat 5-0 no. <laughs> Jim Goodwin's a good manager <laughs> the
1: Dons are flying but I, I, uh, I find out the Celtic what I noticed uh, j- just to reference back to the the Blackburn and Norwich games they, the Celtic started and lost a goal because they tried to play really rapid f- one touch football you know just, just inside their own half it was the first thing they did as well against Norwich you know suggesting that typical Ange no negotiation over how we're playing go out and do Blazer, it yep. and, and they did mm. you know from played it back forward back forward boom attack it was really really fast stuff I, I think that's what you're going to you're just going to see Celtic starting fast but I think that the what balances that off is we do seem to be that wee bit more open at the back as a result Um, you know even even Norwich they didn't threaten readily but when they did have chances they were good chances because mm. they were you they, were know, they, they were in straight yeah. away so um, as for me it's just really really interesting but the, I think the atmosphere is going to be very raucous was it four half huh? four, uh, four on a Sunday Sunday
2: and you know, know what,
1: you know what Celtic fans are like they'll just set the, the clock what, 12 hours before the kickoff <laughs> to start drinking You know, <laughs> so yeah. if, if a Rangers games at 12 they just start drinking the night before um, but no I think it's got to be quite a raucous uh, atmosphere some stats here uh, provided to us by Tino, you know obviously stats they've won all four of their League Cup games scoring 12 goals conceding nil V. M. Um, you know some big teams Peter Head, Dumbarton, Sterling Albion and Ruth Rovers uh, William Cale scales interestingly enough has started throughout those four games left centre back scales I don't think is a lost cause at all I think no, there's something uh, I think
0: I there's think something I am Yeah.
2: yeah. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm pro- I mean Aberdeen are, have some of their fans on Twitter crying out, crying out for a permanent deal they want, they want, they want to sign him so I, I'd seen that I'd seen that He's, he must be doing great but just to show you when I mean, you look at McGregor Notts County I went to command Scales skills, mate. For in that bracket, and I believe Christy. It, exactly, yeah. Christy as well. I, 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 I believe that. He'll, I'm hoping he kicks on. Good, it's a good, it's a good place to go. Mm-hmm. For it's like it's a good move for him and a good move for us because he'll get he'll get game time. He's working on a good manager. Um, take take it. He's no playing Take it He's no playing on Sunday. Yeah, he's no playing. That's good. No, ineligible. <laughs> Six now. That was also part of the stats that oh, I offered. That? I just <laughs> missed that bit. <laughs>
1: Uh, right, okay, I'm new, this, I've game, got, I'm I'm still, new at this game I've got you, I've got you. Um, it's a tough game to be fa- facing in the opening day um, that, that random fixture computer uh, you know pulling it probably one of the toughest games you can get Funny of that um, I, I would imagine Aberdeen are going to be better I know maybe the opposition they've been facing I haven't been stellar but I'd imagine they're going to be better I agree with you I think it's about the shape that we're in don't think we can really ask to be in much better shape. I think we've seen enough I know we've drawn a couple of games and Prices we maybe should have won, but I, th- I think overall, I think you'd have to be happy that the big players all seem to be fit and firing before the start of the season, Sinky.
2: Oh, we're, we're good to go, absolutely. We've got a pretty much a full-strength squad. Um and just probably got his first 11 in his head, who, he went, who he's going to go away on Sunday, but it's exciting. It is exciting. Uh, it's probably the most exciting I've been because you've given the whole Champions League stuff for... Were- we're just waiting for that draw now, to see, yeah. to see where we're going. Obviously, <laughs> we're asking, we're asking where we're going. We'll see where we're going. Um, to see if we get a permission slip signed. But it's, it's it's the most excited I've been for a season for a long time. Um, I know we came in our own after well, before Christmas last year, but now we've got a full season and we've got a settled team. It's just aye, I give, give it, bring on Sunday. That's saying so, because I know how
1: excitable. Aye, is, So you're saying this is the most excited? It's been that, that's major. Aye. That's major. <laughs> what
3: about yourself, James? I mean, first and foremost, back to, you know, competitive football. You know, it's been a long old uh, summer there with no tournaments in the middle and stuff like that. So getting back into competitive football, that, that's exciting in itself. But I think they're flying I think they're really ready to go and they're keen and they're settled. Um, and there's been good changes, there's good competition for the likes of Taylor and stuff. And he's stepping up, Ralston, I, to, to say from, from Saturday, he stepped up again um, from what he delivered last year. So just there's a good energy about the club. And it looks like they're going to deliver on it.
1: Looks like uh, looks like Tino's kind of gave you a sneak peek at the agenda because the next point we've got to talk about was the starting eleven, and like, that's that. Th- there's three positions kind of that, that Tino's yeah. the three three that, that Tino's kind of flagged up. So the two full back positions and also centre half position. Mm-hmm. He's not really included anything in there about the the strikers, but I think you'll naturally come to that point. So for me, uh, Ralston v Juranovic, I think Juranovic is an outstanding player. I really do. However. If you've put that jersey up and you've said, right, you know, just best performances in pre-season wins it, in my opinion, I think it's Ralston. Mm. But, you know, I fully expect jaranovic to be the person that starts.
2: Sinky, what's your opinion? I'm with you, um, but I do believe the fullbacks will rotate a light like the midfield. So it might be a case jaranovic for a couple of weeks and then Ralston in. But, but looking at pre-season, Ralston's, Ral- Ralston's not put a foot wrong since Xander's come in the door. He's been absolutely standing. He's got the creation right back ahead of him. Um, do you know what I mean? So, as Geronovich will, will start the majority of games, but I think it's going to be a okay, case so that'll be rotated. And the other side, pretty similar story. James, on that debate, where would you sit? It's got
3: to a stage now where you're not first when the team sheet comes out, and it's you know either or um, that, and that's all credit to Tony Ralston because like you and yourselves think. Juranovic is a class class player you know um probably best right, right back we've had for a long long time I think there's a wee bit of you know he's there's been a bit of noise about his um you know interest from elsewhere and obviously it's not athletic but it might be someone so maybe his agents making noise and that's unsettled them a wee bit so on Saturday I would Sunday sorry I'd probably still go with Juranovic for now but he it, would would not watch his back because Ralston's right beside him. Chat door.
1: Aye. Definitely. And then the next one's Taylor v. Burnaby. What would your
3: opinion Taylor, be on that, James? Taylor. Burnaby's not ready yet. No. Say that again, Sonny. Burnaby's <laughs> not ready yet.
1: No, no, the first bit. Greg Taylor, first bit. Yes, yeah, thank
2: yeah. you. Uh, what about yourself? Then? Still Taylor. Taylor's. Taylor's Jersey to lose. Um, young guy will take a wee bit of time to settle. They um, find that he's a, if he's a left back or a left winger. Still mm. <laughs> to, to be discussed. <laughs> that may be your answer to your, your wing problem. Uh, but yeah, uh, Taylor's. Taylor has had a, great, had a great end to the season, he had a great six months actually, for, for, for Christmas onwards. He's been great and it's his position to lose. The boy will chat the door eventually. Um it's Taylor all day. And finally, um
1: last one up for debate on, on this section anyway was Welsh v. Jens. Um I'll come to you. What's your thoughts on that?
2: I'm gonna say Jens. Straight away, straight away. James, James touched on it at the start. He just looks a classy player. He's good in the ball. Welsh. I know he's been there. He's he's been there and done it. But get get the new guy in. Yeah, Aberdeen at home. Why not?
1: So yes for Jens for Sinky. What about yourself, there, Jim? Ah, uh,
3: no bother. They uh. really come through that Jens straight away. Um, Welsh might be out the building by then. Um, so it might be you're talking Jens or Julian. Um, I think it, the, the debate more centres around in a month's time is it Jens or Starfield. That's the chat.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think that's a fair point, and and I think um, probably the fact that rumours come out about Welsh you know, after one game where uh, Jens are a week of training, Jens maybe suggests that it's fair the, 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 the coaching staff yeah. are comfortable enough with who they've signed to say no, we, we don't need to the, worry you about want him you want, about.
2: The, you want Jens to hit the ground running and you want Starfield to feel it, come back and try and get his place back and yep. pro, prove a point. So that competition is going to be really healthy between, me. I mean, CCV's are an absolute stick on. Uh, as I said, Starfield, I, I, I know he's got his critics, but I, I, I thought he came into a really good game last year against Rangers especially. I was very harshly criticised. He looks uncomfortable, but this guy um seems to again seems to be a bit more quality in the ball, a bit more comfortable. Um, so we'll see what happens over the, the course of the next month.
1: On the back of that, you've already alluded to it with your uh, fairly. Excitable uh, Scoreline predictions <laughs> uh, So I'm just going to come back Just I've, I've given you a bit more time. I know you were a bit Jumping that 4-0-5 Minus three <laughs> at half
2: times um, That's half time I've not played
1: a league game yeah, 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 You know but It's pre-season we, t- we need to get all this uh, exuberance out, right. so, it's right But I'll, I'll come to you first James Scoreline prediction And he's a first goal scorer Just in case he Looks like a wee punt 4-0 Jens oh. Wow Connor he's, he's, not, he's, got man,
2: about, he's got he's got he's got Talk score, about being goal. a bit different Wow 250 Wow we'll give you that it. Kyogo. Lovely. Kyogo, and I'm going to say I'm going to stick to five. I'm going to go with five, five Five-nil. Four nil five
1: nil. Eh? <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I am going to go. I think about, about ten. I'm going to go, go two nil, two nil Celtic. Uh, go score. Uh, the, oh, the, I kind of go for pick, pick you. Went for that the popular one, James. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go for I'll go for McGregor. Go for okay, okay. McGregor, enough. captain's role. So, final thoughts, Sinky. Have you enjoyed your first show back? Firstly, and uh, what's your final
2: thoughts as we close out? No, it's good to be back. Pre-season is pre-season, but the, the real new starts, the new stuff starts on Sunday. So That's literally what it says. Yeah, Tino's, Tino's oh, definitely okay, Listen, this listen this m- is m- this. we're are the same we Um, no, I'm looking forward to get the season underway. It's exciting times, straight in the Champions League. But as I said, the, the fun starts and in, in Sunday with the with the five 0 demolition of Aberdeen. Cannot wait.
3: Yeah, just great to be back at it. Um, and your second season, you know players and you know, guys that have played for Ange over the years have said this is his second season but he does his you know, really impressive stuff so I'll make it continue
1: that, that is the exciting part it? it's mm-hmm. just
3: like I'd oh, that, be, right <laughs> <good.
1: laughs> be right good I'd be right good so just uh, just before we move on what do you think about uh, hosting the Celtic Exchange who's, who's your favourite Celtic Exchange host Paddy
0: Paddy was
2: good. <laughs> Paddy's Paddy was yeah, like now. Paddy was good one. Listen, you've done. But you've you've stepped up. He's done. He's, you've stepped up to the mark. Big big shoes to ones, to ones. fill. He, are, with my wee feet. <laughs> <laughs> do we, do we record the show on a, on a on a Monday? But we might have a Monday club after this. Ah, well, yeah, <laughs> a few yeah.
1: hopes. I'll do. It's not a Monday club. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, after an unheard of eleven weeks without a competitive fixture, Celtic finally turned to the Scottish Premiership action against Aberdeen on Sunday as Ange and the boys set out to retain their league title. It feels like it could be a very exciting season and we'll be with you every step of the way here at the Celtic Exchange. Thanks to James and Sinky for joining me on today's show and thanks to you, as always, for tuning in. Don't forget to visit the celticexchange.supercast.com for more info on our Celtic Exchange Plus offering. But in the meantime, from all of us here, we'll see you again next time. Thank you.
0: Network.